0: Welcome back to the Stock Market Options Trading Podcast. My name is Eric, and in this episode, we're gonna talk through an SPY call buying strategy based on the current market conditions, given we're in the midst of a pullback here in October of 2021. But before we get started, everything on this podcast on the YouTube channel and over on Patreon is for informational purposes only and should not be considered financial advice. Speaking of Patreon, I'm currently accepting new members over there for my SPX spread service and daily updates. So if you're interested in trading SPX credit spreads with me and a few hundred other traders, stop by the site and check it out. That's patreon.com forward slash vertical spread options trading, or you can search for option trading um, on Patreon. I'm sure you'll find it. And if you happen to be listening to this episode after the doors close, don't worry. I typically open up the service at the beginning of each month, the first week of the month, and we close it down and we start trading. And then I open up for new members the first part of the next month. So there's a couple days left if you want to join right now, or you can simply wait until next month or whenever you are ready. So let's talk about the current market. We're in the midst of a pullback, and from the intraday high on September 2nd, we've seen about a 6% correction to the recent low on October 4th. Now, first thing I wanna say is, I'm definitely not saying the pullback is over. Uh, We're in the middle of the pullback, so anything can happen. We can go higher, we can go lower. So I wanna make that very clear. But I wanna talk a little bit about similar pullbacks that we've had since the COVID crash, since early March or so of 2020. So quick definition, um, a correction is actually 10% or more and we are we are not in a corrective mode because we've only gone down maybe about 6%. So I'm just going to generally call this a pullback. And what I want to do is real quick list all of the previous pullbacks since the COVID crash and I'm just going to mention the ones that are basically greater than 5%. So we're going to let's just kind of talk through how many 5 to 10% pullbacks we've seen since the COVID crash, which is about let's call it a year and a half. So we're going to start with March 23rd. Uh, that's the date. That was the low of the COVID crash. That particular day, and then the market, as you probably remember, just rallied like crazy, and everyone thought it was going to roll back over and die. I remember losing money trying to short that rally, um, which was you know pretty painful. We um, obviously I do a lot of long strategies too, but I remember it was just a rip roaring rally. And uh, we got all the way back. Um, you know, we, there was a low of twenty one eighty seven. Can you guys imagine that? The, the market. You know, I'm doing this podcast. The market is trading at forty three twenty three, and we're talking about a year and a half ago. We were at twenty one eighty seven. Was the COVID low? Anyway, um, that was in March. So we had a eight, about an eight and a half percent pullback, not quite a correction. Going in June, so a few months later, after we were kind of nearing new highs or getting close to reclaiming the highs, uh, SPX did pull back about 8.4%. We went on to make new highs and we had a 10.3%. So we actually had a correction that started in September 2nd of 2020, which is interesting because that is almost exactly one year. Let me check the date. September 2nd. Wow. Exactly. Interesting. I just figured that out. <laughs> anyway, so we had a uh a, 10, a 10.3% correction in September of 2020. Had a you know, pretty deep, it rallied back up, almost got the new highs. Then we re- experienced another uh, pullback, which is almost 9% in October. So very choppy time. but The market uh, did manage to break the new highs and keep going. We had a 5.6% pullback in February of 2021. That was the earlier this year. Uh, we had another pullback of more than 5%. It was 5.6% in May and now we are in the midst of a what i'm going to call it a six percent pullback almost six percent somewhere around there and again the the pullback is not over so i just wanted to throw some context around as we have seen a lot of pullbacks like this before and in most cases, um, in the past year, actually in all cases, the market went on to make new highs. So what I started doing was looking for buying uh, buying opportunities, like buy the dip, when can we get long, what should we buy, should we buy options, should we buy ETFs, yada, yada, yada. We're gonna talk through an option buying strategy. I did do some other work with you know buying SSO or TQQ, like leveraged ETFs, but I, for this episode, we're just gonna focus on buying call options so what I did was I dove into my backtest software, and I, I'm using exponential moving averages to sort of put some context around the current market, and then look for a signal. So we're going to be using exponential moving averages, and the EMAs that I use, I use Fibonacci numbers for my EMAs. What does that mean? Well, when you when you do the Fibonacci sequen, sequence starting from one, I don't use one, but you end up with, uh, you know, one plus one is two uh, one plus two is three. So I use the three EMA two plus three is five, three plus five is eight, five plus eight is 13, so on and so forth. You en- you end up with the 13, the 21, the 34 and the 55. And those are typically the short term moving averages that I use. And those are the ones we are going to do this, um, kind of back test, quantitative sort of model that we're going to uh, talk through. So let's talk through the setup. So, First of all, in order for the market to be in sort of this corrective mode, I looked at the longer term moving averages, which I'm using the 21 and the 34 moving averages. And typically, as you guys probably know, when the market is in an uptrend, the smaller the moving average, it's gonna be on top of the longer period moving average because the most recent data the average is a little bit higher. So what you'll typically see is them stacked in order in like a bull market. So you're going to have the 3 above the 5 and the 5 above the 8 all the way down to, you know, the the 21 above the 34 in this case. So when things start to pull back and I'm kind of looking at the chart, I know it's hard to see, but for the 21 EMA to really turn below the 34 EMA you need a 345% correction so we've had a lot of 2 3% dips and those moving averages tend to stay stacked so the fact that the 21 EMA at the time of this podcast is um, below the 34 EMA is telling us we're in a you know real pullback situation again we're down maybe 6% or the low is about 6% so that was the first condition of this backtest slash model that I wanted to uh, simulate was if the market is pulled back and the 21 EMA is below the 34 EMA, then we're gonna start looking for trades. And then I was looking for a sort of buy signal and I'm leaning on the three EMA and the five EMA. So. Just like when in a bull market or a rally, the three is above the five, at some point when the market rolls over, the three dips below the five. So at the time I'm recording this, the three EMA is still below the five EMA. So we are still in the middle of the pullback. So the trigger here is when the 21 is below the 34, but when the three EMA crosses back up through the five, that means there's some kind of bounce going on, and that's the time we're going to backtest buying call options on SPY. So I'm looking at SPY's. So again, the trigger is when the three EMA crosses above the five EMA on the daily chart. So we, you know, you, whatever particular day, if the market rallies crazy the next two days, you might get the signal um, by the end of this week. And if so, the software would then buy a call option and we'll talk about which one in a second, but that's the setup. But the condition, the market condition is that the 21 EMA is below the 34. So there's two sort of um, variables here. There's the market condition and then there's the trigger. So the, the trigger is the three crossing above the five EMA on a closing basis. And then the software would look to buy that call option on the end of that particular day. So that's the setup, that's the trigger. Let's go ahead and talk through the back test. So I'm doing a five year look back on this particular back test with those settings. And we're looking at buying call options. And I went ahead and set up buying several call options in the money, out of the money, at the money. I tried various stops and targets and time exits. And I'm really sort of, been using time exits a little bit more. So that's one of the ones that we're gonna talk about today. So here's what I came up with. I think this is one of the a good combination of risk and reward. It's very easy to implement. Um, and so let's go ahead and talk through it. So when that three EMA crosses above the five EMA, what the software would do is buy a Delta 40 call option. So Delta 40 is a call option that's just a little bit out of the money, usually one or two strikes out of the money and it's going to pick the option that's closest to delta 40. So when you look at an option chain, you may not see a delta 40. You may see a 47 and a 41 and a 39, that type of thing. So you you know, you just have to kind of get a little bit out of the money. That's what we're trying to do here. And when you buy options that are out of the money, there's no intrinsic value. It's a complete, you know, you need the market to move and that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to time a bottom picking rally here, but we are having a little bit of momentum on our side because the three is crossing up. So something has to be happening for that market to, for those EMAs to cross in that manner. So we're buying a call that's a little bit out of the money. Again, a Delta 40 call option, about 30 days to expiration. And I tried some different stops and things. And really one of the best combinations was, we're gonna target a hundred percent gain And we're willing to risk the entire thing. So it's a one-to-one risk reward. So if the market rallies, great, you're going to get a hundred percent gain and you'd be out of the trade. Obviously it can just go flat and you can lose something in between. we'll talk about that in a second. Or if the market completely rolls over and dies, it was sort of a false signal then you could lose a hundred percent and In many variations of the test, um, this was one of the best combinations. Otherwise, going deeper in the money and using like a 50% stop worked pretty well. But what that does, when you go deeper in the money, the risk is actually a little bit more because the options are twice as much. For example, a Delta 40 call option right now is about seven, 800 bucks. But if you want to go Delta 60 or 70 and trade the other way, then the outlay is closer to 2000. It can be over $2,000 for the contract. And then you can use a 50% stop. But if you're buying out of the money options and you throw a 50% stop on there, it drastically reduced the win rate and the profitability because you're not letting it, you're, 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 you're basically your stop is too tight for the market. So that's the sort of trade-off. Going out of the money, at least in this strategy, I'm not going to use a stop because I need it to have room for it to recover. So again, we're buying options that are 30 days to expiration, they're SPY, Delta 40-ish, and we're risking the whole thing. It's all or nothing. I'm going to put a hundred percent limit order on there. So if it does, you know, rally for another week, you know, you could double your money because as that option goes out of the money and then goes in the money then it gains in value it gets some intrinsic value the other exit is if nothing happens and by nothing happens mean the market just kind of meanders around and you never quite get to the 100 gain we're going to close that option after about three weeks about 21 days so what that's going to do is basically get you out of the market that last week of expiration where things, you know, you could be at risk of assignment if it was in the money, that type of thing. So we're basically gonna get out of the market a- after about three weeks. So we're buying about 30 days out and we're closing after 21 days or we're closing with a 100% gain. Those are the two exits. Otherwise you're risking the whole thing. So here's the interesting part. When you have a strategy that's one to one in order to make money, you need a 50% win rate or better and actually probably better because you want to cover commissions and stuff. So over the past five years, there were 13 of these setups. Now let me just clarify a couple things. The reason why there's 13 is because these are sequential trades and by sequential trades, I mean, let's say you get a signal today, the three crosses above the five and the 21 is below the 34 EMA, you buy that call option, and then let's say it pulls back for three days and the three crosses below, and then it rallies again, and then it crosses back above, this software is not going to open a new one to where you would have multiple positions. So this was a sequential trading strategy where you open the first one, and then you let it ride to 100% gain or 21 day exit. Okay. So I just wanted to clarify that I thought about back testing the other one, but ultimately, you know, let's just do sequential for now. Sequentially, there were 13 instances where this came up in the last five years, even though we talked about the COVID crash, we actually went back five years for this. It had a 76.9% win rate. There were 10 wins and three losses. So when you look at, the sort of average win and average loss, the average win here was just over $400 per trade. Um, and your average loss was about 300 and something dollars. So, the, and and you know, when you go back five years, the market was much, much lower. So as you buy options on a on an underlying and that price of the underlying goes up over five years, let's say it doubled in five years. I don't know if that's true, I have to look at the chart the price of the options are gonna be a more, more expensive too. So these average numbers are really, you know, like if you go to buy that option now, um, the software is telling me that the average call option for that Delta 40 is about $600. But right now that call option is more than that because the market's near all time highs. So just kind of keep that in mind, you're gonna to have to look at the, um, you know, when we're talking about averages and things like that in five years, it, it starts to, you know, blur the current market. So again, buying that Delta 40 call option when the three EMA crosses back up through the five EMA and uh, exiting if you get a 100% gain or could go to zero, right? So your one-to-one risk reward had a, let's call it a 77% win rate, 10 wins, three losses, Um, made about $3,000 trading one contract at a time. And the way that you kinda wanna approach this, this is sort of my view, is this is just one of those situational type Things that come up from time to time, and you really want to keep your risk in check. You know that there's a possibility you lose the entire thing. So when you look at, let's say the um, call option is, I'm going to call it $800 for that delta 40 right now. It's give or take. You're you're on the hook for $800. That's a lot of money, and it's very you know it's very possible that the market t- turns lower and this particular one loses, right? But then at some point it's going to trigger again, and in order to trade something that's, you know, quantitative like this, where you're crunching numbers to be consistent, you have to trade it consistently. So you need to be, you know, careful about, you know, if you were to trade this, um, what the risk is, make sure that risk is a small percentage of your count, all that kind of stuff. So to recap one more time, let's go through the full setup. The market condition is that the 21 EMA is below the 34 EMA, and the three EMA is crossing back up through the five EMA. That EMA cross, the three crossing the five, means that the most recent price action has to be a little bit bullish, so there's starting to be some kind of you know, bounce back, and we are basically risking the entire premium of a Delta 40 call option with about 30 days to expiration, and our goal is to make 100% on that call option, or risk it all. Either way, we will close everything after 21 days, about a week or so before expiration. And this had a 76.9 win rate the past five years with a total of about 13 trades. So again, not a huge sample size. We're trying to be quantitative here and look for opportunities. So again, the market is, we're in the middle of the pullback. This has not triggered yet, but it's something I'm going to be watching, and I'd love for you to join me and over 1,500 traders over at StockMarketOptionsTrading.net so we can discuss this if you want to ask questions. That's a great place to uh, communicate with me about this episode or any other episode, but I'd love your, your feedback on the strategy, and I'll talk to you in the next episode. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Stock Market Options Trading Podcast. To join our community of options traders, head on over to patreon.com forward slash vertical spread options trading for details. But before you go, you should know that everything discussed on this podcast and in this episode is for informational purposes only and should not be considered financial advice of any kind.